This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. Happy New Year. It's New Year's Day for real. We didn't record this early. This is Ranking Star Wars. We do it every year. This is our eighth one. We've done it for seven years now, Brock. Seven years. We can't, and we're like, no movies are coming out. How's it going to change? I'll tell you how it changes. We ask more and more people every year. This year, I cut it off yeah. at 47 because my math also really – I have the calculators going, my hands going. I don't know what's going on. And then eventually, I just make up whatever order I want. And so you'll notice that, that today, this, this year, the order is Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace, and solo are one, two, three. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. That's, that's how it goes. I'm James. This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Joining me today is Brock, Disney Desi, and executive producer Heidi Fetter. That's I did it in the order that you if you look around the screen, mm. that's how we do it. How's everybody doing out there, guys? Great. Just finished watching the Mummers Parade on TV. So oh. <laughs> this year's gonna be wizard. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. 2024. Brock, any Star Wars plans in 2024? Um, I want to go back to Galaxy's Edge if possible. I haven't been yeah. to Florida in a while. So, like, uh, and Desi's like content's always like, she can just drive there. And I'm like, I have to take <laughs> like three plane. No, just one plane. Uh, I don't know. I definitely hope we get the things we pro- were promised and hopefully a release date, but who knows? Yeah. Desi, anything uh, Star Wars related that you're looking forward to in 2024? Uh, my kids got lightsabers for Christmas, so hopefully <laughs> they will not be destroying anything in my house, but uh, <laughs> excited for them to get more into it. Also, they found out that Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader are the same person. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a shock. Was it was you, a shock. Did you videotape that? That's one of those things where you're like, whoa. <laughs> well, because they were, they got their lightsabers and they were like, you be Anakin and I'm going to be Darth Vader. <laughs> and oh. I said, but they're the same person. And they looked at me like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Wow. I think I posted this, but just have them fight. Just tell them they're in the world between worlds. And I think they can fight each other. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Filoni, get on the Heidi, what about you? <laughs> Anything in 2024 Star Wars? I'm looking forward for everything. Um, actually, I uh, last month, I stayed where my sisters. Her husband went on vacation. So she, is, she lives in the country. She doesn't like to stay alone. So I stayed with her for four days. And we watched Ahsoka. She hadn't seen Ahsoka before. <clears throat> She usually waits till I stay with her for a couple of days before she watches Star Wars. So <laughs> I, anything, I, I want more of it. I, I want to know what's going on with Mando. I want to know Grogu. I, I'm curious to see where the story is going with uh, Emperor Thrawn. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know if Thrawn. it's going to be in the series or maybe it's not even going to be wrapped up till they do like the 
uh, heir to the Empire slash Mandalorian movie. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. I'm just hoping stuff is coming out in 2024 because I'm afraid like <laughs> we might have to wait till 2025. Yeah, with all the strengths. I think Skeleton Crew and Acolyte are coming for sure, and then we got the animated Tales of the Jedi and yeah, Bad Batch are coming. I'm really looking forward to Acolyte. I think that's the one. That's, I, I hope that's the one that kind of sneaks up on us with Wookiee Jedi and things like that happening. I'm very excited, but what I'm looking forward to the most this year is this rankings. Yeah! <laughs> this is it. Wait. This is the best thing this... all year and that everything else is done. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this show. Let's start off with uh, Heidi's number one. Always <laughs> special. He made um, a lower third. Wow. I did. I did. I just did this for fun. It's not actually – this doesn't count towards our list. It's only the 11 sure. live-action theatrical films is how we are doing this. It has to be live-action and had to have been in the movie theater for at least two days, just like the Oscar or a week or whatever, just like the Oscars. <laughs> it's the same criteria as that. So that's how we're going to do it. Holiday special, Heidi. This is Heidi's favorite piece mm-hmm. of cinema. But one thing I will say about the holiday special is it is, I mean, there's the Disturbance in the Forest documentary that Heidi uh, watched. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if you have, Desi. But also, like, there's been embrace, the embracing of this disaster over the last little while has been spectacular. And so I think that, I think it's fun. I don't think we need to watch it necessarily because I think some people would would lose the magic of what it is, but I think it's fun. Like the, the, the Disney world, Disneyland stuff that they have and the books and, and whatnot. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, you said it has to be in a theater for a couple of days. Weren't the caravan of courage movies in European theaters? Yeah. Oh. Just North America, North America, North America box no. office, <laughs> Oscar. These are the Academy award criteria. I said, it has to be LA, New York, there's only like two cities. <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when James said that, Heidi. I was like, oh, I, I, was, I was like, did the Ewoks movies ever hit theaters? <laughs> but who cares if it did? Do that now. Like, how cool yeah. would that be if they were to release Caravan of Courage, Battle for Endor, <laughs> and the holiday special in theaters? Like, I would, I would spend money. They would make money on that. I don't know if they could get the holiday special because... Of whether or not George Lucas burned all the copies, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that would be, that would be a smart move. Just all three together. I mean, yeah. If they're releasing Luca and soul and turning red all this year, why not? Why not exactly. do with some older star Wars content? Too? Exactly. Exactly. I thought um, I was like, are those star Wars characters? I don't know. And then I remember I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Iger, you got to get on. Bob Iger watches us weekly, so he probably yeah. is taking these notes down. He's All a right, big let's fan. get to. Yeah, he's a big fan. Actually, I understand there is a good copy out there. It was actually um, it's a joke, but apparently Carrie Fisher asked for a good copy, and she always joked that she played it at cop at um, parties to get guests to leave. So <laughs> if that's true, then there is a good master copy in go. Fisher Estate. Now maybe they burned it. I don't. Know. Billy Billy Lord plays it now for everyone. Like, get out of my house. Get it. All right, let's go to the official rankings. Um, we're gonna start with number eleven, obviously. What any suspicions as what number eleven and what number one could be, Brock? It could be anything, James, because the two of us did random selections. We did not choose our favorite. I don't know what you did, but I downloaded a dice throwing thing, literally gave each one the chronological number, 
And when that they got rolled, they went. So it blows up in my face immediately because <laughs> you can't roll one on two dice because it's two dice to get all the numbers. So fan, like Phantom Menace was number one. So I inverted <laughs> that thing. And I will I'll tell my list later, but I anything is possible. Wild card, baby. Anything you think for the last in the in the tops? Um can I, can I say what I hope or what I uh, think you is can say whatever you want. Yeah, you can, you can. By the way, all the so all the lists though are like when people send me lists, I don't I don't share them. They're confidential lists because this is serious stuff, and people don't want other people to know what their rankings are. But you can go ahead and and say what you hope. Yeah. No, I'm I'm convinced that this is the year. The Last Jedi is going to be number one, and the Rise of Skywalker will be eleven. I, you know what? I would back that. Like, I don't trust the other 43 other people to go. 43? I don't know. 47? Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. But like, Last Jedi number one, when it first came out, I'm like, this should be number one. I think I voted number one. You did. So it's just did, like, yeah. yeah. Heidi, uh, anything? What do you think? Well, Chance just uh, came in with a new flash of <laughs> Phantom Menace's number 11. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, let's go right into it then. Number 11. Is it The Last Jedi? No. No way. It's Solo, <laughs> a Star Wars story. I love uh, Solo. Me too. Yeah. So, you know, the problem I think with Solo is it's like the forgotten Star Wars film. And I feel like when people do the rankings, like, oh, yeah, it's Solo. And they just kind of throw it at the end. I also think that that is a little bit uh, the cinematography could have been a little bit more appealing to look at. I think when you yeah. look at Andor versus Solo, if it looked like Andor. I think people would have been drawn more to it. But I think the mm. story, the characters, I think everything about that's fun. But uh, something has to be at the bottom, and it's uh, for some reason it's Solo, a Star Wars story. This is, I think this is the second year in a row that it's seen itself at the bottom mm. of our list. Heidi, what do you think of Solo at number eleven? Um. Like I said, if you went into Solo expecting Shakespeare, you're going to be disappointed. He went into Solo <laughs> for a fun movie. Um, that's what you were going to get. I had a good time. I wasn't bored at all. Um, there were no trade negotiations. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I think there were some amazing scenes. Um, my sister, who was the biggest uh, Han Solo fan, watched about 20 minutes of it and turned it off and said, I can't get into the <laughs> I think it gets a bad rap just because Alden is not Han Solo or he's not, he's not Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, was- just CG a young Harrison Ford's face yeah. on him. It's a great movie and everybody would love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll admit I have it at eight, so I don't have it up. And I just want to add if I have something, I mean, my list isn't like this is amazing this is i hate this it's like this is my favorite yeah i like my bottom is i like it (laughs) i have a this is my favorite this is my least favorite and everything else i love (laughs) that was taken into the, the the accounting of this brock solo we saw it twice in theater you and i yeah yeah that was like one of the last few that we saw well no i mean that was the last one I think we saw before you moved. So yeah. like, I think the Rise of Skywalker is the one where we had like travel and all that. Oh so, yeah, the snowstorm. Yeah. The snowstorm. Oh, the snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, a yeah. snowstorm? Um, it's right. kind of like, like hold on a elephant. second, hold on. 
the return. And the first time I was there in Florida was 1977. No, 78. And I was five years old. And it was the first time it snowed there in years. Oh, mm. The ride was 80. went to Disney World. So it was only the Magic, magic Kingdom time. And we arrived the day before. It was 80 degrees. The next day, it was snowing and 30. Oh. We were, like, crying because we left. <laughs> we don't like snow in Orlando. I just... <laughs> That's horrible. It's, it's that white stuff on the Matterhorn. It's snow. Oh. That's snow, yeah. yeah. I or thought that was, like, a, just something they made up for Hoth. I didn't, I didn't realize it was real. It was salt. It's salt, like on crepe. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had two snowstorms, though, for Rogue One and Rise of Skywalker. Two snowstorms. Oh, Arguably yeah. the two best Star Wars movies in the Disney era. Uh, <laughs> uh, Solo. Solo's great. More Chewbacca, the better. It's awesome. Boom. All right. Number 10. Do we have Last Jedi? Yeah, makes sense. Makes this sense. one's been number. This one was the I last for a long time. One thing though, I noticed is the the because we're asking different people every year. The younger, well, they're not young anymore, but the the people, the adults who were kids when the prequels came out have really elevated the prequels. Mm. But this one still still maintains its second last uh, place. This is Fantasia is like one of his favorite. I love this movie. When I think of Star Wars, I say it all the time. I think of that chase at the beginning of this one. The mm. droid factory scene, though, I still I still can't forgive that scene. It's pretty... <laughs> I just don't like that scene. Uh, Desi, what do you think of Attack of the Clones being number 10? I mean, it's, it's so romantic. They have <laughs> such realistic dialogue in there. I, I personally can totally understand why Padme would fall in love with mm. Anakin after seeing this movie. I don't understand why it's at number 10. What if she also doesn't like sand? No one's ever taken that into account. <laughs> That's true. Maybe she yeah, doesn't she, like sand either. She, she might not, Brock. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this this one is a touchstone in the in Hayden Christensen's acting career, where it's just like maybe you don't phone it in anymore. Uh, but I mean, it's also one of the most memeable of like the Star Wars outside of the you know Bananakin. It's probably the one I quote the most. Oh yeah, I mean the I mean was it is that the meme with her, him and Padme this year? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's this year. So, I mean, that's got to tell you something about longevity like that's what almost 20 years ago now, so over uh, yeah. 20 now, yeah. I'm trying to think what do I like in that <clears throat> I, I like Star Wars. It's great. I don't know if you knew this about me. <laughs> I know. I still love this movie anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it's a lot. I honestly really think it's fun. Heidi I mean, that was my number 10, to be honest with you. Um, I, I will say I'm not the biggest fan of the pre. I don't hate the prequels, and I'm not going to say the prequels ruined Star Wars for me. Um, mm. But, um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Although, I will say when um, the Ben Kenobi movie came out and everybody complained that Darth Vader didn't walk through that fire to get to um, Kenobi mm. when he had on that suit, I pointed out, yeah, but remember, the fire was in sand, so... <laughs> Good Chef, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just again, I I just thought the, I mean, one could argue that the Raylo romance was rushed, but I think yeah. Daisy Ridley and um, oh my god, I'm blocking his name. Adam Driver. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of chemistry on screen. I just so maybe their relationship was rushed. Rushed, but they had a lot of chemistry, and I just did not 
see the chemistry with um, Christensen and um, Portman. <laughs> and also, they started the the romance when she was what like supposed to be 15 and he was yeah, like yeah. eight or something like that okay that wasn't this movie yes. first of all. this movie is perfection and this i believe solo was number three on my random list and I think <laughs> this was number two or four i gotta check but i was like okay with i the thing. well honestly i like all the movies so i really that's the thing like it could have been any order but phantom menace is the best star wars movie uh, so nine and eight were separated by three points. Brock and I wow. did not help these out in any way whatsoever. Um, so I'm going to start with Desi on this one. <gasps> here's How the here's the thing with all. The, here's the thing with <laughs> I didn't make this up. This is 47 <laughs> people. Here's the thing. It was like number one on quite a few, mm. but it was number 11 on more, and uh. it. It, and then it was like, and then it hit like you know, it sprinkled it in the bottom. But it you was, people who put the Last Jedi below <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker, did you see the Rise of Skywalker? I just, I feel like I need to know. You this. know, you know what? I would, I would, I have to go back and look, and I will. But I think it was higher on more lists. But Rise of Skywalker was consistently where it was on every, and I think that was the problem. Is Last Jedi was lower on too many. Versus Rise of Skywalker being consistently on the mediocre. You'll see where it is, but on the mediocre side of if things. So, I hope it's the very next one. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, it's like, <laughs> who, are you, who are you people who are ranking this movie so high? Uh, so um, the people that were ranking this one are J.J. Abrams, Chris Terrio. <laughs> I think The Last Jedi is a masterpiece. For the Ray and Kylo storylines, the other storylines, the Finn, Rose, Poe storylines, I kind of get they don't really go anywhere. Um, so for that, I understand people not liking it. The complaint that people have about Luke, I mean, how many of you are the same people that you were? Let's say, how old is he supposed to be? He's like in his 60s 15, or something in yeah, this 16. movie. How many people are the same person in their 60s yeah. as they were when they were 19 years old? Yeah. No, it's true. It's and and, isolated. <laughs> and if you go, if you were to watch the prequels followed by the originals and you see Yoda in um, Empire Strikes Back and you're like, oh, they, cut, they completely cut him out of the first movie. I can't believe that. And then they bring him in and he's just some hermit living on a deserted planet all by himself. This is ridiculous. He's supposed to be the most powerful Jedi ever. Oh, I'm so angry. But no, nobody cares about that. It's fine when it's Yoda. It's not okay when it's Luke. Yoda also didn't want to train Luke. Yeah, exactly. Bro Brock? Uh, Last Jedi is a great movie. It's the reason why Ryan Johnson should be given a trilogy and see what happens. Like I've said it a million times before, it's like they were make he was making calls. He was making a like, hey, what if what if Star Wars became something different? And like, or like, what if we went away from that formula? Which ironically, yesterday or last week or whatever, wherever we are. We said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we just made the same Star Wars and just gave it a little bit different? But follow a formula, but like at the same note, it's like 
you can do something different. It doesn't be like we snuck onto a spaceship and we stole the plans. Like if you've seen Rebel Moon, they he basically just does the exact same thing. But I don't know. Uh, Last Jedi it had the potential to be something, and I think it would would have been worthwhile to allow Ryan Johnson to do something more. If that happens, who knows? I don't know. Heidi. <clears throat> I have it at uh, number five, which is my highest rank of the sequels. Nice. Um, I, I know I said this a thousand times, but I thought they had an opportunity to have a real meaty storyline, especially with the ending of Solo. Um, I thought when I sat there and we're watching the whole Canto Bite thing and DJ is going through looking at the manifesto and see that they've sold ships to both the rebellion mm-hmm. and the first order. I'm thinking, okay, this is taking a turn that I didn't see coming. The first order aren't the bad guys. It's the people of Canto Bight. It's the people who are making mm-hmm. money off, you know, it's the people like Black Sun and Crimson Dawn. They're the real bad guys. They're manipulating everything all along. And then that went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. That's and for the, me. The... But you, you were talking about um, Finn and Rose and, and Poe. If they had actually done that, then that would have made Last Jedi amazing. I'm like, okay, that's why we went here. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the whole point was to take it in a completely different direction, and then it was just dropped for Return for um, Rise of Skywalker. And that's I think that's my biggest problem with uh, the, the last. And it's not even the fault of the Last Jedi. It's just that it's the middle one, and when the middle one sets up the next one, the next one's like. Eh. Like, I don't really know. It's kind of like, well, what's the point now? And that's kind of how a lot of the sequels kind of end up feeling when you're like, well, why did you do that if you're not going to care about it? I think that the highs are really high in this and the humor is very low in a lot of it. <laughs> like, Finn was my favorite character in The Force Awakens. And I felt like he was mishandled in, in this movie. And his introduction in this movie was, I remember sitting in the theater, like, come on, come on, let's, let's. Let's not go there, but I think I think uh, like it's a beautiful looking movie, and I think what Desi said about like Ray and Kylo is some of the best stuff we've gotten in Star Wars. I think for me, Luke. I think when people, the problem with Luke isn't what what he is. I think it's that the movie before it built him up to be something that we're all that that we're all expecting, and this one kind of turned and make it not. And the the problem more than anything, I think, for the average viewer who just goes in. Is that that transformation of character happened off screen in between mm-hmm. movies that we never got? That maybe those would have been compelling stories to see Luke turn into who he became, as opposed to just yeah, he's miserable. I think that turns a lot of people off. Uh, I still think throwing a lightsaber is awful though. But I don't like the Luke stuff. Doesn't it, I, I remember afterwards? I was kind of surprised that people were off put by Luke because Brock called it a year before the movie came out, being like, "What if Luke is miserable and crazy like Yoda?" <laughs> and like he said it like a year before. And yeah. if you don't believe me, search search the videos because it's on there. We haven't taken it. Don't out. do it. But he said it. it. No, don't do it. It'll take a long time. <laughs> he did say it, so it was always in the back. So because he said that, it was always in the back of my mind. So it didn't throw me off. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot. I, I I always say it's the most underrated, overrated of all the movies of Star Wars movies because. Uh, and that's not to say it can't be your personal favorite. I'm not saying that, but it's just like chill on the movie. Like it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like let's just like re- relax. Mm-hmm. Like, Desi right now is like, let me go into a rant. <laughs> well, no, but it's allowed to be your personal. Fa- I'm not saying it can't be someone's favorite. Like anyone yeah. here, 
I'm just, it's just like, I think just like, let's just relax on, on the movie. Cause it's been six years, seven years of people arguing about it. Uh, I, I would say the rise of Skywalker did Finn way dirtier than this movie did. At least Finn got to defeat, defeat Phasma in this one. In the next one, oh, yeah. you learn all about how stormtroopers are really just kidnapped children. And here's some other stormtroopers who got away. And then, hey, let's go on a stormtrooper murder spree. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, well, fans just wanted me to add that, um, <laughs> that if you I read, if anyone's looked at um, uh, Lucas's original script, he too was going to have Luke, a miserable yeah. Jedi who had given yeah. up. But here's the thing. It wasn't until Mandalorian season two that they had the capability to make up something of yeah. Luke fighting. So even though it was only two years prior, they didn't, yeah. it took a long time to get to that point. Even just mm. two years prior to that, they couldn't do badass Luke. Now we can do badass Luke. I never understood either when people were like, that's like Last Jedi is my Luke. Mandalorian's like, I'm like, no, but they're the same character. I haven't seen that middle part yet where he turns it like, He's, you know, he's going to evolve into that. And I, I don't know. I think also, yeah, I don't want to get into it. But people just want to watch uh, people fighting. And it, like, just, you know, I mean, people don't, I, don't, I, don't like characters. I don't want you to take over. But, like, when I saw Last Jedi, and I, I saw it at, like, the 3D IMAX. And this Ooh. ship's coming forward. And the guy sitting next to me is going. <laughs> <laughs> that opening battle is fantastic, though. And, yes, and it has Rose's my favorite, sister. my favorite lightsaber fight in all yeah. of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, the, the Praetorian, Praetorian guard. Yeah, and everyone also, knows I love Praetorian guards. Hardware Wars reference. Yes, it did. It definitely did. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I see the ship one, and I'm like, oh, that looks like the iron from Hardware Wars, and I realize it really was an iron. I'm like, it was. I know what that Easter egg is. <laughs> Ryan Johnson did that just. For you. All right, let's go to arguably the best Star Wars movie to come out of the Disney era. The <laughs> All right. Rise All right, of Star Wars. This was I'm, three. I'm just three glad points. it's not any higher than this. <laughs> it was three, three points, points ahead of us. I, I I did the math twice. It was like an official electoral vote. I checked yeah. it twice because I was like, ooh, that's close. So I did it again. Uh, and it was three points ahead. Uh, and a lot of people. There was a lot of explanation as to why it was higher than The Last Jedi. And it was, uh, you know, just because they didn't like The Last Jedi. It was mostly the explanation. Uh, but this is uh, number eight. And I think, um, I don't disagree with what you said about Finn. Because Finn, again, my favorite character in The Force Awakens. And this movie is also just him yelling Ray really yeah. loud a lot. And it's like, oh, because I was what I was kind of when they got JJ Abrams back, I was kind of excited to see him write for Finn again because I thought he kind of understood Finn. And there was a lot, and also I know this is argued and people might hate me for this, but I did not need Finn to be force sensitive. My favorite character in the original trilogy was Han Solo, who I maybe now he's force sensitive with all the retcon they do, but back when I was a kid, he was just a (laughs) pilot with a gun. Like that's what he did, and he made me laugh, and he was my favorite character growing up. And and nobody Finn has was, needed Chewbacca to be force sensitive. No, and so I I really didn't need that to happen, and then it happened, and I was a little let down. But I was just like, why? And then, but then nothing comes of it. It's just like it's just like nothing comes of it. So it kind of you know, um. But I I do enjoy. I think it's a fun movie. My dad watched it 
uh, a couple months ago, and he said that is a really bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> just so, yeah, just so I agree you know, with your dad. <laughs> well, you wouldn't if you heard what he said about the Last Jedi. Heidi, <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, what do you think of Rise of Skywalker being number eight? Uh, I actually had it at seven, so I had what? this list. This list is Heidi. <laughs> friends. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Well, I You're the reason that this is ranked here. <laughs> it was consistently like seven, eight, nine, like in those. Like, wow. right there. Again, I I had it. I uh, yeah, I had it above solo. Um, my it's my least favorite of the sequels. Um, my problem is the same problem I had with the prequels. The story was just rushed. I think if they had stretched it out, it would have been better. Hmm. Maybe it should. I think. If they told the sto- same story in two movies instead of just cramming yeah. it all into one, and again, yeah. why didn't it continue the story of what happened in Last Jedi? It just kind of like, um, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, just kind of like, just left. Like I said, left this blank, and it's like you you come up with the storyline of these people and how they're how they're making money selling to both sides you you could really go somewhere interesting with this where star wars has never gone before and it's just all of a sudden it's just it's like they people complained about force awakens was too close to the source material so then they did the last jedi which was too far from the source material people complained so then people went back to getting too close to the source material again i mean it was it was it was basically easter egg the movie (laughs) <laughs> the whole thing was, I, was ridiculous but I, I had didn't fun. and I like the kiss at the end even though he died but yeah. <laughs> the, okay so the kiss and Babu Frick are the best parts of this movie <laughs> for me um other than Babu Frick I didn't feel the need to add any of these uh, new characters did we need Dio what what does he really add did we need Janna apparently not because Finn still goes off and murders a whole bunch of stormtroopers anyways <laughs> It didn't help him realize that stormtroopers were real people. Um, did we need Zori? I don't see what she really added to it. Let's focus well, on the flew characters. With, with Babu Frick. <laughs> ba- Babu Frick was necessary, <laughs> but I didn't see the need to add in so many other new characters. Let's just focus on the characters that we have. Rose was completely sidelined. She's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm here" at the beginning of the movie, and then we never see her again, basically. Um, yeah, let's dive in deeper on Finn, dive in deeper on Rose, dive in deeper on Poe, and forget about these just trying to introduce more people for the sake of selling action figures. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the sequel trilogy almost reminded me of the round robin, like when you were in school and someone would write a story <laughs> and you have an idea and you pass the paperback. And the time oh the story God, was finished, so true. different. I think there were like too many cooks and... I think another problem was that Carrie Fisher died, and I think that mm, was supposed yeah. to be the yeah. movie. Like, um, Rise, um, Force Awakens was Luke's movie, was um, Han's movie, um, Last Jedi was Luke's movie, and this was supposed to be Leia's movie. So they were limited to what they could do with Leia. Like, I would like, I would like to see her interact. If she had lived, like, yeah. we've seen her interact with like Anakin's ghost. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and I hope to eventually see that, even in Tales of the Jedi or whatever. But. So, The Rise of Skywalker is the dumbest name for this movie because <laughs> every single Skywalker dies. And why, at the end of the movie, would Rey call herself a Skywalker when she and Luke didn't even like each other? They never got along. If anything, she should have called herself Rey Solo because she got along with Han. 
and she was in love with Ben. Yep. Or call herself Ray Organa because Leia was the one who trained her, not yeah. Luke. Luke was there for like five minutes. They fought. They didn't get along. He got in the way when she was trying to, you know, connect with Ben. So there's zero reason for her to call herself no, Ray Skywalker. I completely disagree, and I have a really good argument against it. <laughs> and that okay. is, <clears throat> I, first of all, I have no problem with with it actually, but. but I never, I never thought that much about it. Whatever, the the reason is, and this is, I think, legit, is that J.J. Abrams doesn't care, and Skywalker <laughs> is who he cares about, and that's why he did it. That was it. It's like these movies are about Skywalker, so she's got to be called yeah. Skywalker. The end. And that's not a good reason. I'm totally joking, but I really believe that's the reason. Is that they were like, oh, well, and the Skywalker saga with her becoming a Skywalker, and it's but like, she's a right. yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. By yeah. the way, my, and I said this about like I think it was four years ago when we watched it. My nieces and nephew who were younger at the time, they mind blown when they revealed that she was a Palpatine. Now they could have done more with that information, but I think that that is a fun twist i guess i think that it, i think it is it fits in star wars and it, and it played off well with kids which i think what matters but yeah adding the skywalker at the end is it was it was I, I never had a problem with it but it is kind of redundant and it's like you're just doing it because this is about the skywalkers and for some reason you yeah. can't move forward on it i had no problem with her being related to palpatine that was actually my theory from you know after the force awakens that she was going to be a palpatine but the fact that they kill off all of the Skywalkers and only have a Palpatine left and then say that, oh, but now she's going to be a Skywalker, so we're going to call this the Rise of Skywalker. Just none of that makes sense. Her being related to Palpatine, I have no problem with. Her calling herself a Skywalker makes zero sense to me. I didn't like uh, her going to Luke and saying off Palpatine. He's like, yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lee and I knew that. Then why did he keep asking who she was? Yeah. <laughs> Here's, you know what? Do you know what I think the actual problem is? Is because how you brought up that the round robin thing is? Is it? I think J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson are just such different filmmakers and storytellers. They're almost they're oil and water, and I don't think they gelled making three movies together. I think that's honestly like if you would have put two other filmmakers that maybe worked a little bit better together. And look, the Colin Trevorrow episode nine that would have happened, I still believe would have been worse because yeah, worse. I saw the Jurassic World movies. I saw those movies. <laughs> I saw them. I saw them all. <laughs> I bought the last one and I watched it. And I said, "Why the dinosaurs got out again?" <laughs> no, it's not oh, giant no. grasshoppers. <laughs> the the last one was so bad. I think Aaron walked away like twenty minutes into it. She's like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "I don't know. I paid ten dollars for this and I can't get a refund. It's been too long." Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was awful. So I, was I think as bad as it was, it was as what, Heidi. I'm sorry. I was saying the only thing better was the title. <laughs> yes, I I love I love the title Duel of the Fates. That would have been a great yes. title. Yeah. But no, uh anytime I complain about the Rise of Skywalker just remind me that we could have gotten that movie and uh I'll I'll be quiet. <laughs> but I but I I don't I don't know how you feel Brock, but I just think those two filmmakers just they don't work like they just didn't eh, they were not comparing notes but you know what it's no. just like it's it's not unheard of like sometimes it just doesn't work like you know everyone got excited that sam raimi was gonna do 
Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And it was by far not one of the greatest <laughs> post post uh, infin- or Endgame End Marvel movies. And like now it's somewhat they're kind of coming back. But like it's 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 a it's a testament of like when you don't have a set vision, then who knows what's yep. going to happen. <laughs> All right, speaking of set visions, Brock, I'm going to put this on the screen and I'm going to let you start with it. Oh, number seven, Phantom Menace. Wow. This one was a surprise. This one surprised me. And you know what it is? It's the young kids who are now adults yeah. who grew up with this movie are ranking it higher, but still hate Attack of the Clones. Brock. I mean, we're like almost at midpoint and we've already got rid of most of the sequels. So that's saying something. Uh, not surprising because when we first started doing this, it was like Attack of the Clones and Phantom yeah. Menace, right? And then Revenge of the Sith for a while, I think. Revenge of the Sith. So it's not a shock. I'm trying to see what I... I'm not going to tell you where I put it on my random list of randomness. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but... Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the... It was... It's, it's, it's a movie that's like what they did in that, like, technically... Yeah, like uh, technology wise is like groundbreaking. But of course it was the first one. So it's just like, look, that great. But I know at the same note, I've already said this episode, it gave us bananakin. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I love this. Everyone knows I love this movie. I wouldn't even speak to it. I absolutely love it. Desi, let's go over to you. My kids love this movie. Darth Maul. <laughs> is their favorite character. Um, I would say they probably like Darth Maul. Uh, definitely my youngest likes Darth Maul more than he likes Darth Vader. He thinks mm. Darth Maul is the coolest. They also love the pod racing. Also, they're kids, so maybe that's just... They like seeing another kid, Anakin. Mm. Um, which is probably why it blew their mind when I told them that Anakin and Darth Vader <laughs> <were> the <first. laughs> um, Yeah, I... It's, I I love every Star Wars movie except for The Rise of Skywalker. So, I I love this movie as well, even though it's got Jar Jar Binks in it. Jar Jar doesn't bother me. Um, I I love it. I love this movie. I love all of the movies that are left on this list. So I've got nothing bad to say about anything other than you know CG wasn't great back mm. then. Although CG Yoda was better than Puppet Yoda when they made that change. Because I don't know if you remember <laughs> Puppet Yoda from the theater. Like, why does Yoda look like that? Uh... <laughs> Heidi? Um, this was actually my number 11. It's probably my least favorite. Um, I Although the ending, the Duel of the Fates part, that was uh, obviously amazing. That was probably my favorite part. The thing is, um, my problem is you go in, and if you haven't seen it before, you know who the villain is. You know, it's Palpatine, and you could leave it for the new generation to figure that out, but they don't. They talk about the, there's another Sith out there, and then the camera just pans right onto Palpatine. It's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> You're blowing it for the new people who have never seen this. You were telling them, hey, everybody, here's the villain. I mean, when Lucas did that, he went in with the expect- expectation, well, everybody knows who the real villain is because they've seen the original trilogy. But now he wants people to start with one. But because now you're starting with one, if you're watching it the first time, then maybe it's going to go over a six-year-old's head. But 
if a twenty won't I can see confirm. It time, it's gonna blow it. <laughs> it goes over a five years old. Five years old. Yeah. He uh, he did he didn't see it coming. Yeah. Awesome. But I'm saying I'm saying I mean it's it's obvious who the main villain is. I said okay, here's the main villain. Okay. And that's also that took away. Um, and like I said, I knew who the villain was, but like Rise of Skywalker, that opening, I know it's not Rise of Skywalker, I'm, I'm getting over the head, over my head, but um, Revenge of the Sith, I mean, that also, that opening scene, everyone says exciting. It's not exciting to me because I know it's all for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Number six. Anyone have any idea what six is? No. It's a Star Wars movie. Rogue One. The Force Rogue Awakens. One. The Force mm, Awakens. Yeah. Heidi, any guess before I click on it? <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say The Force Awakens. I mean, that's what I have for my six. Oh, we basically just took Heidi's list. <laughs> <laughs> the Force Awakens. Uh, this before I did the random list, this one was low on my list, but it's number six. I think I think that's fair. I think it's this movie's a lot of fun. I call it a donut. It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's tasty, it's delicious, but at the end of the day it's pretty empty calories. Um but you know what? Watch the the lead up to this in the theater and watching in the theater, no experience has really matched that yeah. uh since. So that's where I'm gonna go with this. Heidi Force Awakens number six. I mean, it got me excited for Star Wars again. Like I said, I, it's not that I hated the prequels. They weren't exciting for me like the original trilogy was. This actually um, reinvigorated Star Wars for me again. I decided to hate the prequels. I just didn't like how the story was told. I thought it was rushed. But, yeah, I, I was excited when I went to see Force Awakens. And I saw it opening night. And there were ten trailers. And... By trailer nine, someone was they showed an Avengers trailer and somebody screamed from the audience, What about Star Wars? <laughs> I don't know, because all these people dressed up in as Darth Vader about ready to rush the, the screen. You should clarify the Avengers trailer though. You're not talking about Iron Man Avengers, you're talking about Uma Thurman and uh, <laughs> and Ra Ray Fiennes Ray Avengers. Fiennes. I don't know, whatever Avenger movie can be coming. That's out. what you're we have to clarify that that's what you're talking about and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I might have even been the first Avengers movie. I don't. Yeah, it might have been. It was. It was Ray Fiennes and Uma Thurman. I'm people were upset by because we got to the Avengers and people were starting and people were getting mad. Like mm. I thought, right, was gonna break out. Finally, it started. Now it's reversed. Now people watch the Avengers and hate the Star Wars trail. Oh wait, we don't get movies anymore. Does he? <laughs> any thoughts on Force Awakens? Um. I am so glad that The Force Awakens is not higher on this list than A New Hope like it was the first time I was on this ranking <laughs> show with you. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with all of you people? Um, I I enjoy The Force Awakens. It brought Raylo to me. Um, if you watch it and you were like, oh, I can't believe it. This whole romance thing was so rushed. No, go back and watch it. See how they are in his interrogation room that you can't tell me that there wasn't some some tension there um yeah i i enjoy it it is pretty much a clone of a new hope so like i said i'm just glad it's not higher on this list than a new hope because i i thought that anybody who would rank this higher than a new hope is insane mm -hmm. but it's yeah. still good i enjoy it and a rushed romance can work if the if the uh, actors have chemistry 
I'm not yeah. saying it was rushed, but I'm saying, again, um, I just thought Hayden Christensen and uh, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie, Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman, they did not have the chemistry, even though I think the reason they hired Hayden Christensen was because they just thought they had chemistry, but it didn't translate for me on screen. JJ did leave too many open questions. Ooh, yes. so many mysteries. That it it was too much, too much that could never be all paid out. No, and like it did, and not everything needs to be a mystery either. Yeah, Brock. Um. Yeah. Like this. I, it's funny. Phantom Menace and Force Awakens. Like I'm. I, I'm of an age that I remember going to these. Like I didn't go to any of the original Star Wars in theaters. Obviously, I saw them in the re-release, uh, which was exciting, but not the same. Like Force Awakens, seeing that, I'm like, oh wow. Like at the time, I'm probably. 12 13 old enough that i could get dropped off with my friends at the theater to go see this and then have time to go to the nearby toy store and buy all like so i had disposable income or at least one of my i know one of my friends bought all the action figures for force awakens because he was like a completist so it's like i remember that and i remember force awakens because one we were well no we weren't doing the podcast yet but like James was like the first person I really met that like Star Wars at the same level as me. So it's like we went, we went crazy. Like we saw this movie what seven times, eight times. I don't know. I I've never seen you saw it more than I did. Yeah, I've never seen a movie more than maybe twice in a the theater. Like this, this movie, regardless of like where it stacks up, it's like you can't sort of recreate that anymore. I mean, I guess you can. Like, like an End Game. Not to bring it back to Marvel, like. That movie, it's like, whoa, you remember when that those those moments, but like those movie moments, especially now where like a lot of people just don't go to the theater, it's like you don't get those experiences. So like the fact that like I saw this movie seven times, it's great. And it's just like I said earlier, it's like you could create a formula for Star Wars and just give me the same movie. I'll probably watch it over and over again. Like, so it, it's a it's a win, and it was like Wow. And if with this movie hadn't, been, I mean, Disney bought Lucasfilm, they were going to make a movie. But like, this is like, this movie, it comes into, like, comes into existence. And then we enter a new era of Star Wars, which like, like, I mean, I talk about it on a weekly basis, but it's just like, all the things we have Disney Plus, you don't have it until Disney buys all this stuff. Uh, so Yep. We got to be thankful. So it's exactly where it needs to be. My guess is New Hope is next. Because <laughs> it's always sort of dead center of these lists because it's like, you got to, oh, <laughs> you got to respect the source material. Obviously, it's not a fact of A New Hope is, no, is a perfect movie. It is. It's on the AMC 100 for a reason. But like, it's like, it's not a matter of what's bad about it or good about it. It's just like, well, I really like Return of the Jedi. Yes. I really like Attack of or um, Revenge of the Sith. Anyways, so yeah, A New Hope. I mean, yeah, of course, middle. middle it's, you know, it's yeah, it is the. I, the I will say this. Yeah, it's the reason we're all here, and it, I yeah. think it's the best start to finish of all the Star Wars movies. It's the only one that doesn't rely on any other movie to exist. It's the only one. Every other movie, even the Phantom Menace, which is, I guess, number one, it needs a new hope. It needs what you've learned in that movie. And everything it does in it, I think it does brilliantly with 
with Alec Guinness and stuff is it it gives you all the background information you need in little tiny bits of dialogue and you're not bored with those dialogues and it does something that I love about Star Wars and I did it in the book of Boba Fett and I'm one of seven people that loved it and that is when droids when people just walk around in a desert for 20 minutes with no talking and they just do things and you're like oh look that looks really hot and sandy and that <laughs> is what I like about Star Wars and they did it here and then Book of Boba Fett did it and that's uh anyway I think it's front to back it's the best it is the best Star Wars movie it's the only one that uh does not rely on anything else Heidi well I have that number two but um I think it should be higher, but whatever. Anyway, um, A New Hope, when it came out in 77, except for Planet of the Apes, they really didn't do sequels back then. That could have been one movie and done, and people would have been satisfied if they never came out with Empire Strikes Back. So I'm actually shocked it's so low. But, I mean, I... How can you not bring it high? I mean, I don't have it as number one. I have it as number two, but... I, I'm just shocked that it's down so low. It's it's the younger generation doesn't. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say appreciate. They don't like it as much, is what I'm is what I can tell you from the, from the list. They've seen if they saw the original as opposed to the special editions. At this point, I'm expecting, like you said, no talking in the desert. I wouldn't be shocked if one day we get like Anthony Daniels walking around the <laughs> desert saying, "I don't like sand." It's rough. My master never liked sand. Now I don't like sand. <laughs> Does he? I I like how there's little things that they just threw into this movie. Had no idea or plan of it going anywhere or meeting anything. And then those little tidbits have become huge. Yeah. You fought in the Clone Wars? What the heck are the Clone Wars? No, we're not going to talk about the rest of this movie, but we're going to have a a prequel trilogy. We're going to have um, a spinoff cartoon animated series from that, and then we're going to have an, a spinoff live action from that spinoff animated series. Like all of this from just like little tidbits. Oh, your father was seduced by not your father. Anakin died uh, because of Darth Vader, who was seduced by the dark side. And then that turns into a whole thing. Like these little bits that they never talk about. It's just mentioned very briefly, very quickly. They don't talk about it again. And it has just like blossomed into everything that we see today. And it's incredible that all of this has come from this one movie. And just little random mentions have, have gone huge. Well, like, um, I guess George Lucas originally went, ironic thing about all this, George Lucas apparently originally went to um, Disney yep. to do it, and they was like, we don't do PG movies. That's too big, and we don't do PG movies. We only do mm. G movies. And they kicked themselves, and then they did the black hole, <laughs> which completely bombed. So, and ever since then, they wanted to get their hands on Star Wars, and it mm. took them years before they finally did it. And it's, it's not like Star Wars hasn't been included i mean it's been in the disney parks for years it's been disney parks since the 80s i mean in um, epcot and also even before they bought star wars there's a scene at the end of up where they're showing what happened after the movie and it shows the old man character taking the boy scout trip to see star wars in theaters so <laughs> i mean ever since disney turned it down 
they have been kicking themselves and been trying to get it ever <laughs> since. So when it came up, they finally got it. And that's that's the one thing I'm grateful for Disney because 2005, we thought we're never gonna get Star Wars again. And then like, I found out like seven years later, oh, Star Wars is coming back. So, no. I mean, it changed science fiction because the year before the big science fiction movie was Logan's Run, and it, it's a good movie. But if you see the effects, like, yeah. terrible. I mean, there's this car moving through this tube, and it's just a ball bearing just going through it. One thing I did see this week, though, that I thought was funny was when Leia says, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Mark Hamill, Tamara Morrison, and John Boyega are all exactly the same height. Five foot nine. So the answer is no. He just goes He's not short for a stormtrooper. All right, number four. Oh, Heidi, what was that? I was just going to say um, something I thought about how Luke doesn't say his name is Luke Skywalker. She she brought up when she meets Luke Skywalker the first time. Um, he doesn't say his name is Luke Skywalker until he meets her. Um, so after watching the TV shows and the prequels and, and the sequels and the other original movies, I'm just wondering... Because people would say, well, that was stupid that his name's Luke Skywalker and they're trying to hide him from Anakin Skywalker. I'm wondering if his name was Luke Lars up to that point. When he found out who his father really is, he told her he was Luke Skywalker because of the legend of Luke Skywalker. Uh, I'm wondering if up to that point his name was actually Luke Lars because we don't hear the name Skywalker until he says, my name is Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Hmm. I blame KK. <laughs> it's okay. She's fired. <laughs> She's fired. Uh, that's a good point. Number four. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Also known as Rouge One. <laughs> it, it's like, and now it's like we've come to the point where we're like, we know what's still left. So, like, wow, what? Yeah. How exciting! But like, these are like the the next three, regardless of order, make sense of where they're going. Uh, Rogue One, fantastic film. I think maybe the best of the sequels, just because it was trying something slightly different, but still fit. Isn't it a prequel? Or sir? Oh. Sorry, oh. Disney era. That is a good question. We have been talking lies for years because we always put it's the a sequel and prequel. It's a sequel and a prequel. It's a it's sequel a, to Revenge of the Sith, but it's a prequel to A New Hope. It's, it's like, a twinkle. <laughs> it's an in between. Opening <laughs> crawl. Good call. Good yeah, call. it's an opening crawl to a movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Fantastic. Heidi? Again, a little tiny throwaway thing that has. Blossomed into no, sorry, something huge. Go yeah. ahead, Heidi. Go ahead. I uh, th- I have to have it at three. That's mm. my favorite of the uh, the Disney Star Wars. I went into that movie knowing exactly how it was going to end, even though I wasn't spoiled. I knew it was going to end with them getting the plans to Leia right at the last minute. I didn't realize how close it was. I I. When you watch A New Hope now, I'm, when Leia says, I'm on a diplomatic mission, and I'm, and he says, no, you're a traitor, and you're part of the Rebel Alliance, I'm waiting for him to say, girl, I just saw you leaving five minutes ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's, that's the only thing. But that the last, I mean, the last three quarters, I mean, the last third of that movie is what makes it number three on my list of all of them. 
it's it's yeah. just amazing that action scene and the um just everything the artwork the filmography everything it's just amazing you feel engrossed in that world and again i saw it on imax and you just feel like you're completely enveloped in that world um my problem with again with the sequels was the cgi was just way over the top and and probably not up to par at the time. I think Lucas thought it was up to par, and now you look back on it, and it it doesn't look as good to me. But I mean, Rogue One. I mean, like I said, just the last third of that movie is what made it amazing. Like if if the whole movie had been like that one third, that might have been my favorite Star Wars so far. But yeah, that's easily my top three, and it might be why Andor's so good. Yeah, does he? Andor is my favorite of the. Disney series, actually. Yeah. I I was not like a huge Rogue One stand, but I didn't hate it either. I was just kind of like, oh, that's all right. I I found the first part of it boring, but I loved the second part of it. Um, like Heidi said, you know, the last third of the movie is great. I thought the first the first part of the movie was just eh for me. I think for me, Rogue One has gotten higher on my list just because of Andor, because Andor is such a good show. And it's kind of like, you know, you appreciate Attack of the Clones more after you watch Clone Wars or you appreciate Revenge of the Sith more. It's like the extra material is making the movies better. So I think that's very interesting. And also, I really enjoyed uh, teaming up with Cassian when I uh, did The Void at Disney Springs, I'm very sad that that is also closed. They've closed all of the immersive, wonderful, yeah. interactive experiences. You're not invited back on anymore. Brett, I just like, <laughs> oh, and I teamed up with Cassian. And oh. Brett, no. And K2SO, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, I love Rogue One. I did in our original review. Uh, actually, Brock, do you remember we did a video on the YouTube channel before we? It was yeah. us like getting ready to go see Rogue One. Then there was a big snowstorm, <clears throat> and then now uh, we saw it. And I, the beginning for me, I always thought was a little choppy. It, uh, the more I watch it, the less choppy it is. It didn't have a good flow to it, but I just I love Rogue One. I think it's fun. I think it fits in. I think Andor does. Uh, do a great job to expand on Rogue One, and I like that everybody dies, and I like that um, the Vader scene at the very end is phenomenal, and I don't know. Let's go quick round table around. Brock, we'll start with you, then Desi, then Heidi. Vader hallway scene, Luke hallway scene, Brock. Oh, how dare you? Um, on the spot. Action-wise, <laughs> action Vader. Um... Yeah, no, I have to go Vader. I mean, the Luke, the Luke scene. I'm assuming Mandalorian season two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good, but it's just like it's like I never thought we would do this. Like Vader, at this point in the movie, we know he's there, and that wasn't a surprise. But like that they did that, you're like, wow. Like I think I said this when we first watched. It's like this is what George Lucas dreamed of. But you know, the Lucas, the Luke scene it's like wow i can't believe they did it because we never thought they would they would bring luke back but then it worked and it was just uh, but yeah i gotta go vader if you're like if you gotta choose one like just the visuals of that is amazing does he okay i you put me on the spot <laughs> and just gut instinct i'm going to say the luke scene only because 
I feel like that was more surprising and shocking to me. Yeah. Fair. Um, Darth Vader. Awesome. You know, you always want, want to see him be that real bad yeah. guy. Cause when you watch him in a new hope, it's kind of like his fight with Obi-Wan is a little lackluster. Um, but when you see him there, you're like, Whoa, that's amazing. But with Luke, it's like, I had no idea, no idea that was coming. I didn't realize that siege because in rogue one, you see Leia at the end of that. And you're like, it looks a little rough. Um, not great. You see Luke at the end of this and you're like, Whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, yeah, I got I got to go with Luke only because it was so shocking. And when he comes in and Cara Dune's like, "Oh, a single X-wing, great, we're saved." Ugh. And then and then you're like, "Wait, but who's in the X-wing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Goku. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he gets out, and you're like, "Oh my god, he's got one glove on his hand." Yeah. Oh my god, it's a green lightsaber. Oh my god, it's Luke. That yeah. I, Brock, that's why go I think I'm going to give it to Luke. No, I. Brock I texts me, goes, "Wait till the end." Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Heidi? Oh, that's a rough one. Um, Wow. I don't know. I, I listen to Brock. I was about to say Vader, but I listen to Desmond. About to say <laughs> I don't know. I mean, one would be a close first and a close second. I mean, you could you could watch that Vader scene, just begin at the Vader scene, and then go right into A New Hope and make A New Hope like Yeah. 20 times better. But, I, oh God, it's, and the way he just slices through people and, and everything. And I guess originally, um, Jen Ursa was actually going to, that's why the, um, the Dildar reshoots and stuff. And Jen Ursa was originally going to escape and get aboard, um, Leia's ship. And she was the one who was going to ha- hand him off. And then later, was, Vader was going to run her through, but I guess they thought even that look was going to be too evil for Vader to run this woman through. But um, either way, I mean, it, it's just amazing. But but I remember again with the Vader scene, and I, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching. I'm sorry, the Luke scene in Mandalorian three, and I'm sitting there watching, and I'm I'm just entranced. I'm like, okay, so uh, Trapper Wolf and. Um, uh, and what's the Asian character? I'm blocking. See, I block names. What's the Asian character's name from Canada? Has his own suit. Uh, oh, um, Carson Teva. Carson, yeah. Carson yeah, yeah. They're going to come in, and then Grogu's going to grab the dark saber and just slice through all these guards. And I thought that was it. And I'm like, even though I'm like, oh, this is what's going to happen, I was looking forward to it. I wasn't going to be disappointed when I saw it. So I see the. Um, Actually, I'm like, okay, well, this is either Carson Tabor, Trapper Wolf, and he's going to mm. distract him and give enough time for Grogu to do his thing. But then I see Grogu's ears go up, and I'm, to quote uh, a Christmas story, I screamed fudge at the top of my head. <laughs> Except I didn't say fudge. <laughs> when I realized, what, and I started crying because I realized what was going on, and I was just screaming and crying at that mm. point. It was like three in the morning because I, I yeah. <laughs> And I remember, like, I would. I have a friend who's a co-worker. He's also a, a Star Wars fan. And I would go in every morning. And I, I would tell him, oh, my God, this episode was better than mm. last week's episode. And, like, the I remember we saw the Jedi. And I said, oh, my God, it's amazing. And then I went in for um, 
episode six. I'm like, believe it or not, it's more intense than the one where he comes in Ahsoka. I didn't tell him what was happening. So then I walked in that morning and I just walked out and I said, I'm not saying a word. And I just went to work. <laughs> so he knew it was something special because there was, there was nothing I could say to him that wasn't going to give it away. So I just walked up to him and I said, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> you never so, picked one though. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I guess Luke, I don't know. Nice. So I'm gonna go Vader, but the Luke one though, it was I was thinking about when I made you all go before me. Luke is rescuing Baby Yoda, and that's kind of like, ooh, like I need Baby Yoda in my life, and if Luke doesn't rescue him, then my life is lacking. But I'm gonna go Vader because Vader, I just I love Vader. Vader's one of my favorite characters, and I love that scene. And, and like Heidi said, it makes a, the opening. The opening of A New Hope is already a spectacular opening, and this just adds to that opening when you see what just happened, and then him boarding the ship. Um, but I think we've all agreed that they're both great scenes. And here we go, top three time mm -hmm. coming up. Number three. This one was neck and neck with number two. Number two had uh, a lot. Uh, this one, you know, it's a little bit. Uh, I think it's only three because Andrew Fantasia hates it so much. If he didn't hate it so much, it probably would have been more. But uh, this is, look, Revenge of the Sith. I like Revenge of the Sith. I think it's a great movie. This is one, though, that you see the uh, the people who grew up with the prequels. This is their this is their Star Wars movie. Like that's really the vibe that I get every time I talk to those people. It's like this is their Star Wars. So I have no issue with it being here. Uh, Anakin and Obi Wan fighting. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff happening in the middle of this movie and the opening scene. Uh, when I saw in the theater, the sound was gargled, so I got a free movie ticket. So I'll always be grateful for that. Um, uh, Brock, Revenge of the Sith, number three. <laughs> I'll be grateful for that. Um, <laughs> Give me something free. I'm in. <laughs> arguably, probably the best of the prequels, uh, just because it's just sort of like, all right, we've been waiting two movies for this to just finally know what, how exactly it all plays out. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I'm trying to remember, did the Clone Wars cartoon come out after? After. Yeah. After, yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's great, and it's yeah. Like there's, I mean, there's so many cool characters, even in a movie where you're like, we don't need to make it more. But then General Grievous gets dropped in. You're like, ooh, very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it deserves to be higher up. So it's very exciting that it's this high up. I don't. Has it ever been this high up, James? I think it was three last year as well. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind then. Then I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah. I'm 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 comfortable with it. It was three or four because Rogue One. I think Rogue One and Sith go back and, forth. Back and forth. They have been yeah. lately, yeah. Because nobody likes a New Hope. I do, <laughs> but not enough to rank it higher than. <laughs> uh, Heidi. Uh, well, I have it three from the bottom. Um, it's my favorite of the uh, the prequel trilogy. Um, Again, I I kind of went in. I didn't find the opening scene all exciting because all it was just was a mess. To me, it was just a mess of CGI, and I was like, yeah. "We're going to rescue this person, and it's all it's a trap, you know. It's all for nothing." I mean, yeah, the 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 um the lightsaber duel at the end is exciting. Um, I have a problem with him choking out Padme. I know that's a trope um, for someone to turn to evil 
to protect the one they love and they end up being the one who ends up destroying them. But it just seemed out of left field. I, mm. I would be happier if he had like accidentally did it instead of actually trying to choke her out because then he asked where she is. I was like, well, stupid, you're the one who choked her out. <laughs> um, I don't know. My, my whole problem basically with the sequel trilogy is it seemed rushed. Um, my thing about the original trilogy, you had George Lucas with people reining him in. And I think yeah. that's why it's amazing. When you got to the sequel trilogy, you didn't have George Lucas anymore and you just had different opinions. So it was kind of like, again, like a chopped up um, round robin. The thing with the um, prequel trilogy, George Lucas had just discovered CGI and said, hey, I can do the stuff that I always wanted to do. And it's not that the CGI didn't look amazing, but it doesn't look as real as it does now. And he was, that time he was surrounded all by yes men who agreed to everything he wanted. And I don't know, I just think that the storyline was just crammed together because he had too much stuff. It was all his ideas, but it was too much stuff he was throwing in two, three movies. The problem with sequels is you had three different visions each thrown into one movie that really weren't blending together greatly. So it's my favorite of the prequel movies, but I had it down on the list. I had mm. it for um, nine. So it was you and Fantasia that caused this to not be <laughs> Desi? Um, it's also my favorite of the prequels. Uh, watched it with my kids last week and um, not only were they shocked to find out that Anakin turned into Darth Vader, <laughs> they were also very concerned. Why is Anakin fighting Obi-Wan? I thought they were friends. <laughs> so that was that, that was a little yeah. sad to try to now try to explain it to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, I thought they were friends. So they're watching they, they so they saw the prequels before the originals? They they've watched them all, but but they, you don't, know, write, they don't they don't remember. my oldest one just turned five. My mm. youngest one will yeah, be four in a couple weeks. So, you know, even though they've watched them all, it's kind of like yeah. they're they're picking up on things more. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a fascinating way to watch it. Just because you know we we all grew up original prequel sequel, but seeing it from that perspective has got to be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. So it w it was really sad to see them be like, what? Why are Anakin and Obi Wan fighting? <laughs> I think that the younglings thing went over their head. Hopefully, that's okay. That's but they they just because all, all they see is him in the room with the younglings. You don't see anything actually happening yeah. there. So <laughs> they're safe. It's fine. <laughs> they're good. He just went there he's, to teach them. He's protecting. He's protecting them. Um, yeah. It. I think of the prequels, it's definitely the best one. Um, the prequels, in my opinion, the most quotable. I, I could quote this entire movie probably. Um, it's, you know, there's just some fun scenes in there, but then there there are issues. I did feel like Anakin's fall was a little a little quick. Um, yeah. They sh They should have, I don't know, the way that, it was introduced in A New Hope when it was Anakin was seduced by the dark side. I didn't really ever feel like he was seduced. It was kind of like, yeah. uh, no, I need him to help me save Padme. All right, I'll do whatever you want now, my master, after he, you mm. know, stops Mace Windu. 
And then, okay, now all of a sudden he's a Sith and he's going to go kill a whole bunch of kids. I felt like that was that was a little quick, a little quick for me, especially just watching it with my kids and then being like, oh, I, don't, I don't get it. Why is Anakin bad now? So, yeah. Yeah, no, good, good point. I, uh, that's, I kind of thought it would have been cool if Anakin was a character and then you heard like the Jedi rumblings about like a Jedi killer named like Darth Vader, like someone named Darth Vader's out there coming after them and no one knew who it was until this movie. Are you guys ready for number two? <laughs> Brock, what do you think? Uh, I want it to be Empire, but uh, I don't think Jedi's been a number one. Ah. It's fine. It's fine. Return of the Jedi in one or this two. Is, I'll accept it. You know what? I'm going to change the order. This is number one. <laughs> this is my favorite. It has Wicket and when yeah. Wicket's in Rise of Skywalker, which is why Rise of Skywalker is my number two movie. That is a good point. <laughs> if Wicket is in something, uh, it becomes the best. I saw Ewoks on Ice, and I will <laughs> remember that, and I will bring that up every other week on this podcast to make everyone know that I saw it. And I made my amp buy me all these glow in the dark things, and like those <laughs> lights with like the brush lights. I mean, I had all that. I had a wicked flag, and we got my sister a princess Nisa flag. It was the greatest day of my life. So, Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. I had the Ewok Village also. Heidi, why should this be number one? Uh, I said I had it number four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I love it, and I love. Don't get me wrong; just because something's at number even twelve doesn't mean I don't love it. I, I like yep. all the movies on this list. But, you know, you're, it's it makes it. The only thing I don't like about rankings it makes it sound like you're gonna hate the movie that's at yeah. eleven, and I don't. I like it, but um, no, I. This is a movie that I went to see. I took me two weeks to see it, and by the time I got to see it, um, I went in with two friends, and. We didn't think we were going to get in, and the guy, we said we want three for Return of the Jedi, and the guy said, okay, but you can't sit together. I'm like, that's fine. Mm. Play this movie. <laughs> and as soon as I got my ticket, the guy behind me said two for Return of the Jedi, and the guy said, sorry, just sold out. <laughs> wow. They're awesome. Oh, my goodness. The good old days when you go to the theater to buy tickets. <laughs> I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I had fun. It was a great movie. I think it was fun to find out later it was... Luke's sister, except for the previous movie when they made out. <laughs> but Somehow that's... she always knew. <laughs> yeah. <Yikes. laughs> I heard people say, joke about, well, there's still the possibility that Ray and Ben are cousins. It's like, well, did that really stop anyone before? <laughs> I still think they're brother and sister, frankly. So How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Does he return of the Jedi? Okay. Two. Other than The Phantom Menace, this is my kids' other favorite movie mm. because they are obsessed with Ewoks. Right um, they think that Ewoks are the greatest. And I mean, I can't argue with them. Ewoks and Porgs are probably the cutest. Well, and Anzellans now because I got to add Anzellans in there. Um, yeah, bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so cute. Um, and I I love this movie. I I can't think of anything bad to say about it because it's it's just so good. It's so classic. I love Han with his little 
little shrug movement. Um, yeah, this this movie is great, and we get to see Anakin come back to the light. Um, I I do. I keep saying this, but I really, really want Hayden Christensen when he's old enough, you know, give it a couple years. I want when Luke takes off that helmet, it to be Hayden Christensen, <laughs> an older Hayden Christensen under the helmet. So that when he shows up at the end, Luke's not like, uh, who's this ghost? <laughs> who did? When I was a kid, when I was a kid, though, before they put Anakin in there, I had no idea who that was. My, I, had to, I was a little kid, though. I was like four or five, whatever. Yeah. I had to ask my dad. <laughs> Who is that? He's like, that's Anakin, dude. He didn't call me dude. My dad has never called me dude. We need to get this straight. My dad has never called me dude. I I don't know the name of the actor who is under the Vader helmet at the end of the movie. Okay. I can't remember Natalie Portman, but I can remember Sebastian. (laughs) Okay, so let's say they had Sebastian there, and then they had Sebastian as the Force ghost. He didn't look anything like the Anakin under the helmet. So, yeah, just like James, I didn't know who he was and had to have my parents tell me who that guy was. Um, But I would assume at least Luke would figure out that that was his dad. But if Luke's seeing, like, here's some 20-year-old kid with long hair staying next to Obi-Wan and Yoda, (laughs) who's that guy? (laughs) Who did? So, yeah, please, please put Hayden Christensen under the mask. I'm gonna give that. Brock, did you talk about this? Anything else you want to say about Return oh, of the this, Jedi? This is my favorite Star yeah. Wars movies. If you've listened to our podcast at all, I, this is my number one at always. And like, I don't even know if it's truly the best Star Wars movie anymore. It's just, it's just my favorite Star Wars movie. So, yeah, Ewoks. Uh, we get Mon Mothma for the first time. This is the first time we see Emperor, like Ian McDermott, Emperor, and it's like launches him as a character for the rest of all Star Wars movies. Um, Admiral Akbar, you know, and just every like the Endor Jabba. of it, Jabba, like Jabba, yeah. Oh my god, I like it's just slave Leia, like it's just like so many pivotal parts of what is Star Wars now. I mean, they drop a Mon Cala character in every Star Wars show based on the fact that look at this guy, he's like a lobster, and then. 20 years later, everyone's going to be like, it's a trap. Like, <laughs> just like, that is the beauty like of Star Wars, is, like these like pop culture references, you know? And it's just, I love this movie. And it's like, I almost tried to make it my like, let's watch this every Christmas Eve. And then people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, that <laughs> happened once. And I was like, yeah. But yeah, no, this is always my number one. Yeah, I do uh... wish that they would have aged Mon Mothma up a little bit more in Ahsoka because it looks like here she mm-hmm. is young, and then here she is in Return of the Jedi, and then all of a sudden she's young again. Yeah, that's... maybe they're different Mon Mothmas. Maybe it's like, or maybe after uh, she got all of her money back after the war was over, then she mm-hmm. went and got some space Botox. I don't <laughs> there know. you go. That's what happened. Canon, make it. You went on the Star Cruiser Hotel. That you should have said that as your story. Then that would have been canon. <laughs> And number one, no surprise, it is probably arguably the best of all the movies. It's not my favorite of all the movies because it doesn't have Wicket, <laughs> but it is, it's really good though. Like, I think I mean, we can all agree that this one is really, it's just a very solid movie. And the fact that it's a sequel, like, it never tries to be the first one, it's kind of its own thing, a continuation, but self contained. It leaves on a little bit of a cliffhanger, but 
it is just solid from start to finish. We got Lando. Uh, every character that they add in this movie adds to the movie. Unlike Desi's favorite Rise of Skywalker, where they just add characters to add them. This one, they add characters and they all play a part. Lobot plays a part. They all play a part in what's going on in the movie. And that's what's so... Uh, that's part of what makes this a great movie. There's a lot more to it, obviously. I think the dark ending, Luke's hand, Han Solo, God, it just go on. It's so good. Ugnuts, Desi, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I I love Lando, Cloud City. What a great concept, um, and beautiful for that time. Um, you know, seeing seeing Han Solo go into carbonite and. Leia saying I love you and him saying I know that's just that is so classic mm. and of course you know the whole I am your father thing um, I mean I might have said to my son Luke when he was born the first thing I might have said might have been I am your mother <laughs> <laughs> which is probably also the one part that has ruined Star Wars since because we're always like what's the twist gonna be <laughs> there doesn't need to be a twist chill chill yeah yeah Heidi, Empire Strikes Back, which was, I think, your number 11. That was my number one. Thank oh, you. yo. <laughs> um, I mean, that might not arguably be the greatest uh, sequel to Star Wars in history. That might actually be the greatest movie sequel in history. Hmm. And, um, I mean, that uh, the whole Vader, I am your father thing, I mean, that that was amazing. Unfortunately, um, that's again. I it took me a while again to see that. So I'd already heard at school that he was. Uh... Uh... Although the book came out a couple months earlier and spoiled it. <laughs> so if you read the book, then you already knew. But uh, yeah, I just thought uh, that was maybe one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, and like you said, it wasn't afraid to go dark. And I'm not sure. Even today, a movie would be willing to go that dark. And when I say, I mean, I realize slaughtering kids is dark, and I'm talking about <laughs> it didn't have the happy ending. Yeah. Of, oh my God. Like the last one had this amazing happy ending. It had better lightsaber duel. Like as much as I love Star Wars, the lightsaber duel is the most, is the least interesting thing in A New Hope. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> Every other movie, it's probably most exciting, but that was when we had the standard for the lightsaber battle. And like I said, I, I mean, like that might be one of the greatest movies of all time, and like definitely one of the greatest sequels of all time. I, and I can't think of a lot of movies where the sequel is better than the original, at least not offhand. I'm, I'm maybe there's not a ton, <laughs> but I love, the, I love the uh, love story between. Han and Leia, it kind of came out of left field. Everyone thought she was going to hook up with Luke and just all of a sudden... Thank God she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, a sequel that is better than the first was Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Empire Strikes Back is great. Brock, did you talk on this one? Do you uh, like no. this movie? It doesn't uh, have terrible. Wicked. It, yeah, it does. Probably one of the worst movies. It's not Wicked. I mean, it has a penis monster that comes out of a meteorite. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. A blatant, blatant, like, stealing from Dune right there. That's the sandworm, but just is it a meteor? 
But uh, I mean, it I've is never your- thought that before. Now <laughs> I can see it. Your kids like- will never watch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> My plan is complete. <laughs> <laughs> Only watch Return of the Jedi. Mm. I'm thinking of Flesh Gordon. I think there was one. There was a penis. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Did you say Flesh Gordon or Flash Gordon? Flesh Gordon. Because there's, there's, yeah. Um, No, that was was a different movie. (laughs) um, But it also introduces us to Boba Fett, like the most interesting character that says and almost does nothing, but like just the the trajectory of that character. And of course, uh, Lando Calrissian, like, it's just like the characters in there are solid and I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's awesome. So the smoothest man in the galaxy, smoothest man in the galaxy. And number Michael zero Lee on the list. <laughs> the holiday special. The holiday like, special. He's, he's got something else up his <laughs> sleeve. The holiday special me. book and our ranking. So those are our rankings. Those are all 11 live action theatrical releases that had to debut, had to play in LA or New York for <laughs> one week. <laughs> one week. Uh, that's what they were. How do you guys feel about our eighth edition of, of the Star Wars ranking? Desi, I know you're very happy with where everything laid out. So I no. think I... <laughs> what do you think that we'll get changes in the next, like without a new movie coming out? Do you think there'll be much changes next year? I hope that I feel like last year, The Last Jedi was higher than The Rise of Skywalker. I could be wrong. I feel like The Last they Jedi was go. definitely higher than I anticipated last year. So I thought maybe it would be higher again, and it wasn't. So There were some people maybe last year who had Last Jedi so. high who didn't participate this year. So that could be... Oh, well, yeah, you'll find them. Yeah. No, I, I, I purposely left them out. I said, no, no. dare <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I didn't leave anybody out. I asked all the usuals and and I add to it every year. And uh, it is what it is. I don't make that. This is the definitive list, though. Like Lucasfilm puts this on their Star Wars website. This is the list of ranking. Variety uses this as well. And Forbes. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi, any thoughts on the rankings? I mean, I, I knew that I was going to. A couple of them I was spot on, but I knew I was going to disagree with a lot of them because I'm one of the people who prefer the sequels over the prequels. But um, some things I was spot on and other things I was way off. But I agree with Desi. Uh, Black Star should be a lot higher. I do think as time goes on, we'll see, like the, with the prequels, I think we'll see those sequels start to rise on the uh, Rise of Skywalker on the list. I think. Well, I'm I think hoping we'll the Mandoverse <laughs> does for the sequels what. Um, yes. Clone Wars and Rebels did for the prequels. It makes me wonder how that Mando movie is going to end because theoretically shouldn't Thrawn win and then that's what creates the First Order? So you said that they wouldn't go dark again. I feel like they might. I hope they do. I'm all in on the uh, the dark. dark. I heard that Ahsoka ended dark and I was like, did it? Did it? (laughs) It just... Did it just end? stop. <laughs> just to stop. I was like, where's the rest of it? Is this the HBO two halves of a season? Or Netflix does it now. Netflix does it the worst, though. They're like, here's your season, and the next two episodes are in three months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Just give me them. Uh, anyway, Brock, last thoughts on ranking Star Wars 2020. Should I read my random yes. list? Oh, my God. Okay, so yeah. I'll explain this again. I did a dice app that had two dice. 
and just you know i did chronicle uh, chronological order of like when they occur so phantom menace is one and rises 11 but the problem that fall where it falls apart is i can't get one on so phantom menace automatically becomes number one so i inversed it so number 11 is phantom menace because it something had to be there then rise of skywalker nine force awakens eight uh revenge of the sith seven solo six rogue one five empire uh empire strikes back four attack of the clones three last jedi two return of the jedi and number one the og a new hope and i was like i like your list i can live with that (laughs) it's random it's random but i was like because when it was the other way i was like I mean, it's true chaos, but then I don't know. I, 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 I maybe I'll go back the other way, and then Phantom will always be number one. I don't know. I think you should. That's what I I don't have mine near me, so I can't. <laughs> but I did. I did mine where I, I took names. I did a uh, took names out of a hat. Oh, perfect! I, I them all true chaos. Like, so I, yeah, so I just did that, and I put in the order. And then after I did that, I just put in whatever order I wanted. <laughs> was it, so like you picked one out and that was number 11 right or i went 11 one? to one yes yeah, so it was yeah, 11 yeah. one and um the last jedi my, was i think in the middle of my list mine was the last jedi everything else number 10 the rise of skywalker number 11 because <laughs> i'm just I, trying to bump it up yeah. and i did uh i did give the ratings, those ratings, because I did that with the ranking, the live action shows where people were like, I can't decide between these ones. So I just was like, fine, I'll give them all the same number. Because, mm-hmm. And I think we had a tie. We had a tie last year in this rankings and we had a tie this, this year in the TV show rankings. Mm. And I decided to break the tie by asking one more person just to give me the ranking mm. and hopefully that they would pick something different. And, and actually last year on this one, they picked Revenge of the Sith, which actually bumped it up higher then because i think that was tied with maybe rogue one or something that bumped it above whatever it was so it is uh it's fun it's fun i like the list it's definitive you can't go back it is what it is and it's fun because it's not as it's not an individual list it's all these stupid rankings combined that we put together for fun it doesn't mean anything in the end of the day it means everything it means everything <laughs> Uh, so next year, Last Jedi fans, come at me because we're going to need your list in 2025 to prove Desi correct <laughs> on, on the Last Jedi. And Brock, too. But Brock, you know, you had a, what, you have a three. I oh, had a pretty high. Mm. That would have been, yeah. So, all right, we're going to go. I just Thank you all. To... Yeah. Chance is now officially canon. <laughs> but Andrew still is not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> suck it, Andrew. <laughs> Heidi, next year you're gonna put Last Jedi number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> we should like next season or next next time we do this. It's like we should do like previously on ranking and then do all this. <laughs> and the the last clip is Heidi going. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then like, we start the show. She's like, and then we start the show. She's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> that's not my favorite uh, line from uh, star wars okay okay, okay. force like awakens has <laughs> force awakens has the best jokes i think in in uh the sequel in the sequels uh mostly i'm talking about oh you're so brave and that's not how the force works and things 
Like, oh, and oh, you're cold. I think those are the three best lines. <laughs> oh, and the red arm. Three PO and the red arm is really it's a really good bit. I don't. Uh, I forget about that one. It's such a stupid bit. But it's like, you might not you recognize me. <laughs> it's just like it's really stupid, but I like it, and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, it's not. It's such a throwaway thing that uh, I, I love. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us today on um, this New Year's Day. I hope you have a great. 2024 and you enjoy some new star wars content and old star wars content and brock you were always scum rebel scum hey scumbags thanks for watching don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video as always please subscribe to our youtube channel rebel scum podcast for all the latest videos